The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. singing a song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything be wrong a good day from morning to night good morning grand valley and welcome to another good day of great conversation here on the watchdog morning show it is 7 10 10 minutes after the hour as we get underway for a monday we are looking at 71 degrees wheeling ohio county airport 71 degrees at the highlands 68 in Elm Grove and 70 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Cloudy with scattered thunderstorms likely today will be up to around 80 for our high tomorrow. Cloudy at least in the morning and some rain in the morning. High tomorrow around 75. Looks like clear skies throughout the day on Wednesday and will raise up to around 82 degrees. It's uh, 710, as I said, here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Slider behind the board, pushing the mic on microphone number deuce. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Howard. Uh, good to be here. I, f- I feel a little clumsy this morning. Clumsy? I feel, I feel like I have a catcher's mitt on each hand. I Hold on. Let me check. Do, am I no, right? no. You seem to be okay. No. I just feel that way. I reach I reach for something, and I just I, I got to get in a groove here, Howard. I, gotta, I have to get it together. All right. Well, we'll find a groove. We'll get into the groove. Now, what groove we'll find? Could be the gutter of the bowling lanes, It'll be, but that's a groove, you know? <laughs> you know, the groove I think I'm in is uh, Monday's off. What the hell are we doing here on a Monday, yeah, Howard? you know, I thought about that this morning. I woke up and said, it's Monday. Wait a minute. Don't we get Mondays off now? Isn't that the game plan, Mondays off? But no, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess we're here. Too much exciting over the weekend? You know what? I did not. I... Uh, I watched something that I've been waiting for on uh, on TV, probably something that you would never consider watching. But uh, last year, HBO came out with this uh, really controversial show about the Los Angeles Lakers. Around the time that Jerry Buss bought the team, they, they drafted uh, Urban Magic Johnson. And in this series, Howard, they just absolutely clobbered West Virginia icon Jerry West. I mean, I, remember, they I, I didn't just, see it, but I remember the, remember they the controversy. They just yeah. beat him up. Nothing <clears throat> at all like his personality. And everybody and their brother come forward and said, look, I don't know what's going on here, but that, that's not Jerry West. Why in the world did they portray Jerry West that way? Last night was season two, uh, his premiere. And I watched it, and I was happy. Didn't think it was nearly as good. And man, they're still hammering Mr. Clutch. So I don't like that, Howard. Really? <laughs> but so he's still in it. I thought maybe season one would be he'd be done without it. He would be off the show by the second season. Well, no, because they're trying to keep it authentic. And and Jerry West was a big part. He wasn't the coach. I don't know if he even had the title GM, but he was an advisor. He was a, he was involved in just about everything they did there at the forum. But they just have him. I mean, he talks like a sailor. People said Jerry West I mean every once in a while he'd let a couple fly but they just have him portrayed as he's not very smart and he's just pissed off all the time hmm. that's not the image I always have had of Jerry no, West but I, I, I not don't know at all. cool and collected 
the, the uh, my kids, uh, Teddy and the, and his parents are um, in Virginia Beach, and so they're on vacation. So Nancy and I have decided to kind of make this our vacation week as well. We have no responsibilities. Teddy's not going to come running down to, to play, and we don't have to watch him while the kids go away or something. So we're trying to, you know, go out to eat a lot and, and maybe even do things. We, we took a, a big excursion on Saturday. Friday night, went to the Alpha Tavern, had a nice prime rib dinner. Uh, then we just took a, little, took a little drive around the area. A fun fest at uh, Wheeling Park, the fall fun fest. They do it every Friday. Absolutely packed. I mean, every time we've been there on a Friday night, Literally, you cannot find a place to park. I mean, I, we, we couldn't stop to get out. Is this a kid thing? Couple? It's thing? a family thing. You know, they got they got bouncy. They have a you know a beer truck, but they also have bouncy houses, and they have uh, just all you know. It's a fun fest. It's it's for for kids and adults, for families basically to come. And we've been we have not stopped because each time we've gone there, there's literally not a place to park. Zero places to park. So um, that was good. So we took a little ride through there. Saturday. Uh, we got up, and it was one of those things, you know how this happens. I said, let's go out to breakfast. Well, by the time we got out, it was basically lunchtime. I said, well, let's, maybe we'll get some lunch. Then we had the typical, where do you want to go for lunch? I don't know. You want to go to TJ's? You want to go up to the West? Uh, you want to go to Figaretti's maybe? Where are we going to go? Uh, and then I had this crazy, I said, you know what? Let's go up to Hillbilly Snack Shack. I haven't had a Hillbilly Snack Shack for a while. So we head up Route 40, and um, oh, they're closed on Saturdays. On Saturdays? On Saturdays. That's a little unusual. So we're going up Route 40. I said, well, what the heck? Let's just you know take a leisurely drive up Route 40, head to Washington. All the way to – I thought you were going to say, let's give T.A. a try. But you're, you're staying on 40 all yeah, the way to Washington. Washington. I thought, you know, well, you know, Angelo's, Union Grill, there's some places up there that we've never tried. <laughs> <clears throat> so I thought, let's do that. So we uh, we take the ride to leisurely ride up to up Route 40 through at West Alexander and through Taylorstown and you know small town America and the back roads. We got to Washington, PA, and Nancy's driving and um, well, we got lost. We got lost in Washington. Now I've mentioned this to my own kids, and they said, "Dad, how can you get lost in Washington? Especially when you have your phone with you. How are you I just you just know. type it in, don't I you?" I don't know. I had the GPS right there on the screen in front of me. I don't know, but somehow, all right. Nancy kept taking the wrong turn. Oh, it's Nancy's right. fault. Yeah. She kept taking the wrong turn. Honey, let's go straight. You just took a right turn, and we're down here. So we got lost in Washington. <clears throat> now, among other things, <clears throat> I thought of going to someplace for lunch had gone by. Now I have to, uh, how do I want to say this? Well, pee. Uh-oh. That yeah. puts a little pressure on everybody. Yes. So now we're trying to find, like, a McDonald's so that I can run in. and So we did that. And that point, You didn't I drive said, all the way to Washington to eat McDonald's, did you? We didn't eat at McDonald's. No, apparently we just drove the all the way to Washington to pee. Well, Howard, I've got a clue here for you. Yeah. Especially Angela's. You can't miss it. You see the big ballpark there, yeah, right I when your Angelo's know. is sitting right there. You take the chestnut exit, yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you backtrack to the I, ball I field. I kind of know where it is. And there been, it is. I've been past Angelo's before. Can't I've never been there, but I've been past there before. And if you take a hankering uh, for Union Grill, it sits on Wheeling Avenue. You ought to be able to remember see, Wheeling they, Avenue. Yeah, Howard. but it was one of those. The GPS says turn left, turn right, go this way. Took and, you back to Wheeling. And and that's when you. 
knew you, you know, had a problem. We're in, is it Washington Jefferson? Is that the college up there? WJ, yes. We're, up, we're in the, the beautiful campus, by the way. You know, I enjoyed the campus. Do you know who went to school there? <laughs> Tom Scateri. Tom Scateri and NFL uh, commissioner Tom Goodell. Or not, uh, is it Tom Goodell? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, yes. I did not know that. So anyway, so that was our Saturday. We we uh, then so we gave up on some some special place. Stopped the Panera bread, which I've never eaten at before. Had a little Panera sandwich. So that was that was my a nice bowl of soup, and I uh, went home. Drove through Wheeling Park on Saturday, where the Arts Fest was underway, and the and again it was absolutely jam packed, to the point that not only could you not find a place to park. The Rangers were parking you on the golf course. As you were coming in, if you tried to, they moved you over to the golf course to park you. It was absolutely jam-packed for the Arts Fest. Now, our good friend Steve from St. C., who can never leave things well enough alone without complaining about something, said, it wasn't the Arts Fest, it was West Banco family picnic that people were there for. I don't know. I do know the park was packed, and they were. it was a family event. Families were all over the place, all over the place. And it got me thinking about... We have a lot of things going on here in the Upper Ohio Valley anymore. We have events all over the time. We have, of course, the festivals down on the waterfront all, all summer long. Ogilvy does all kinds of things. You have Red, White, and Brew down at the Center Market. You have the Mountaineer Brew Fest coming up. Uh, there's some kind of a big uh, uh, brew event they have at Ogilvy. And I got thinking, you know, that that's all well and good, and those are all well attended. Um, but I think maybe family events are, are something that I'd be spending more time with. Because those two family events, the Fun Fest Friday and the Arts Fest on Saturday, I don't mean there were a lot of people there. I mean you could not park a, a, one more car in there. The, in Wheeling Park, they might as well put a we're full sign out there. And I believe, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe next week Ogilvy Park will be packed once again. <clears throat> it's the Lebanese Festival, correct? That is correct. Absolutely right. So tons of stuff to do. Uh, but I just think those two events back-to-back at Wheeling Park. And Wheeling Park's a great venue for more family-oriented events, right? I mean, you can just bring, park the car. Kids can wander. They've been – they're not – there is the Fun Fest of Beer Garden, but it's not a go-down-and-drink-beer event. It's just a bring-your-kids-and-have-fun event. I'm going to have to break out some uh, three-dog night, <clears throat> Howard. Season's changing. Summer's gone. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm, you know, today is, what, the 7th? Uh, and uh, the 22nd is back to school for Teddy, uh, back to school at West Liberty, and I noticed uh, it's back to school for Ohio County as well. So, Jeez. Well, I was all excited and happy when I talked about the family fun stuff, but now you got me, now you got me depressed. 719 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'll tell you something else that depresses me. The passing of the Wheeling Cat this weekend. Yes, it was. Uh, very sad news. Slim Lee Hart. Uh, country singer extraordinaire here in the Upper Ohio Valley got his start. Uh, geez, I think at the age of 15, if I remember correctly, uh, at the Capitol Theater, Capitol well, Jamboree at Jamboree, and um, performed right up until the end. I mean, you know, he was just just such a. I found him to be a very very nice guy. Um, came to be known as the Wheeling Cat. Yeah, a lot of different sides to uh, to Slim. You know, he was the entertainer. He was also the good old country boy out the creek there in Viola. And he was also, for a run, Howard, he was Marshall County uh, County Commissioner. Somebody has to help me with this because, yes, absolutely, he was a Marshall County Commissioner. Story in the Intel today says, I want to make sure I'm reading this correctly, he spent 36 years as a Marshall County Commissioner. That doesn't sound right to me. That's impossible. 
I think he spent a couple of terms as Belmont, or Marshall County Commissioner. I don't think 36 years is correct. Not trying to criticize the newspaper, but I don't think that's right. So if somebody could help me with that, you can text me, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, and uh, let me know how, how, much, how long was uh, Slim Lehart, uh, Robert Hartley uh, was his name, and that's how he... I remember it was on the ballot. It was like, who's this guy? And in parentheses, Slim Lehart. I don't think Biggie Byard was along that long, Howard. So, yeah, no, 36 exactly. years, that's yeah, a long no, time. 36 years isn't, isn't right. Um, but anyways, the, the, the Wheeling Cat, I got to know him not real well, but somewhat. You know, we would hang out every once in a while later in life. I remember the day the Capitol Theater reopened after they had closed it and after the Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, purchased it and they had the big opening night and I was there and all these media folks were there. Uh, and uh, we all had a chance to introduce an act and to say a few words, and I did too. And then Slim came out, I don't know if you remember this, Bob, Slim came out, got down on his knees and kissed the stage of the Capitol Theater. It was like, you know, this was, this was, this was sacred ground to Slim, the, uh, the Capitol. So he was, uh, uh, it, was, it was just a great, great deal. So Slim, Slim, Slim Lehart, 88 years old, nothing in what I'm reading here tells me. From, That's a long life, Howard. From what he died, I'm guessing he may have died from. A long life, right? 80, 88 years old. Uh, but certainly condolences to family, condolences to friends, and there are lots and lots of friends and fans of the, of the Wheeling Cat around here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Richard Hartley, born in 1935, moved to Wheeling at the age of 15. Age of 17, joined the Navy, served in the Korean War. He turned to country music, and as the intel says, the legend of Slim Leehart began. The Wheeling Cat. The Wheeling Cat. Uh, made his first appearance for the Wheeling Jamboree at the Rex Theater. That's why, you notice I corrected myself. I said he first appears at the Capitol, and then I thought, wait a minute, I think he did it before when the Jamboree was not at the Capitol. He made his first appearance at the Wheeling Jamboree at the Rex Theater in 1965. Um, in a 1921 interview, he recalled one of his fondest memories was in 1966 when Johnny Cash opened for him in Nashville. Wow. It's a pretty pretty big honor. That is a huge honor. And when I can remember Howard, now again, I was just a young lad when I would see the bus out there, but I think he was uh, pretty much a ladies' man, too. The ladies uh, (laughs) really enjoyed Slim, and I heard a part of his lyric was something like, he stands six foot tall, there ain't nothing small about the wheeling cat. (laughs) Again, he was a great, I got to know him a little bit later in life, um, and uh, I found him to be a tremendously nice guy and an enjoyable fellow. Uh, and he, even as he was, he didn't perform much publicly in the last handful of years, but he would do like house parties. He would call some of his old country friends in. They just have a little jam session at his house. I'll just, I just had a memory of another side of Slim. Remember the commercials they did? I don't know who did the commercials, but that was that group out in McDonald's in Elm Grove and there was always Slim Lehard out there. Remember, they were holding court. I, for, I forget what the spot was. But uh, it, it was Slim and a bunch of guys sitting out there to kind of like hold it. So, solving the world's solving problems. Solving the world's problems. It was yeah. kind of like his catch line. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, did, no, I, just, I do remember that. That's right. That's right. Anyways, uh, farewell to the Wheeling Cat. Uh, you will be missed, my friend. You will be missed. 724, 24 after the hour. What do we have to do seriously coming up this uh, morning? The legislature in West Virginia now called into special session. The governor called it with 30 minutes notice. At 3.30, he said, we're going to work at 4. And by 8 o'clock, 44 bills have been introduced, and they're expected to be passed today.
44 bills in less than 24 hours. Hey, they're given lots of consideration to that. They're, they're certainly able to think it through and consider it through. I want to talk about that coming up a little bit later on. Claims of Governor Justice's companies still unpaid fines resurfacing. His attorneys dispute it. We'll look at what's being claimed. Justice taking heat for the Greenbrier hosting that Live Golf Tournament again. Next, our media's uh, chief political correspondent, Mark Curtis, coming in to discuss the Trump indictments. Wheeling, cent- Wheeling, nat- Wheeling native, central grad, nationally known sports writer and sportscaster for NBC, Mike Florio, is going to join us. We're not going to talk about sports. He's written a brand new novel about organized crime, and it's set in Wheeling, and he's with us to discuss it. I am reading it right now. Bob, I get such a kick out of turning the page, and it says, let's go to Ernie's Esquire. Or we're going to go down to uh, 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 go down to the mound, go down to the penitentiary. It's really neat to see all of the local references in that book of these this mafia family. It's set in the 70s. 73 is the era that it's set in a mafia family here in, in town. So he's going to join us to have some fun with that, too. That's what I've got for you. What do you have for me? You can text me, 304-214-1600. You can call us at 304-232-8255. Those are the Frio Stack Auction Service hotlines and text lines. 725 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Monday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at a busy sports weekend with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Chef Paul Smith will be here at 4 o'clock to talk about food and the restaurant business. Kristen Burt at 4.33, and Carl Lee joins me at 5.06 in studio. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. 
sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Over six feet tall, if I'm wearing a hat. There ain't nothing short about the wheel in the cat. Big Cadillac and his bank roll fat. Everybody loves a wheeling cat. With a wheeling cat, he's a sight to see. He played in wheeling at the jamboree. Great big star guitar man. Number one singer all over the land. Hear women screaming, I want that. You know they're talking about the wheeling cat. Certainly was not a, uh, a humble man, was he? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what a little shot of this. Yeah. Slim Lee Hart, Richard Hartley, uh, passed away yesterday at the age of 88, best known in the Upper Ohio Valley and indeed around the region as the Wheeling Cat, great country performer. A uh, couple of items off the text line. You can text us 304-214-1600. Bob, this is for you. What is the name of the show you were talking about with the Lakers? Wow. Uh, it was on HBO, you said, right? They had to be really, really careful because the, the, the series is based on a book called Showtime, The Rise of the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, HBO could not call it Showtime. Ah, okay. So they, they came up with another name. It, it's, it just started yesterday. It's, it, it's something Los Angeles Lakers. It, it won't be hard to find. Maybe Second just, season. If you have HBO and if it just started yesterday, it'll probably show up on your front screen if you – or Max. Or Get Max, Howard. It's Max. Well, actually, there's no HBO. Yeah, it's Max. It's Max now. It's Max. Uh, three. That's uh, from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Howard on TuneIn. Man, we're TuneIn. On TuneIn, I'm hearing dead air. You're listening to WVOY on uh, TuneIn. You can listen to WKKX and it won't be there. WVOY, something's uh, screwy there. I'm just I'm trying to work on it while I'm trying to do a show here. Um uh, something screwy over in WVOY studio. We'll work on that. Uh, but if you're listening on WV, you're, you're listening on TuneIn WVOY. Simply listen to, to WKKX TuneIn, and uh, you'll you'll be able to fix that up. And of course, this doesn't say Abe, but it sounds like Abe, Mr. Monroe. Excerpts from an email sent to a Wheeling Councilman this past weekend. We have people defecating in the alley, peeing on our building, smoking crack, fighting drunk, using offensive language. I have video to prove it. A factual failure of the current city administration. Just share it with you there. Doesn't say Abe, but it has the, all the markings of Abe to me. Yeah, I gotta admit, I, I peed in a couple alleys in my day. I've never smoked crack. I mean, I almost I, did I, over the weekend. <laughs> smoke crack, Howard? No, pee uh, in the alley. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Look, you have two choices. You could either just pee in your pants and just let it rip, or you can find somewhere and you know you're breaking the law, but what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Just hope nobody's around looking, right, Howard? Yeah, I, so, so I've heard, and that's all That's all I am going to say. You can use the Frio Stack Ox Service text line if you like to, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Speaking of Frio Stack, they are winding down their current online auction. It's been going on for a while. It's online only, and today is the wind-down day. The bidding closes at 10 o'clock this morning, then it will 
slowly but surely wrap up over the course of the day today. These are the items from 128 Harding Avenue in Wheeling, which we determined was in Parkview, right? It is. Uh, and uh, if you, for live internet bidding or to look at the items, you still can go to freeonstack.com, take a look at things, and then click bid now if you want to bid. A variety of collectibles, uh, vintage kitchenware, tractors, vintage car parts, tools, all of those things are on the auction block. Typical Frio Stack auction, Howard. There's a little bit of everything in there. Collectibles, advertising, tools, and like you said, tractors. I, I looked at the bidding last night. There's a particular quilt that must be uh, valuable because everybody's going – a little bit of everything. Go check it out at Frio and Stack. What is that, .com? What, Frio, and Sta Frio and Stack. The word, spell the word out, FrioandStack.com, uh, and that's what you go to. Check it out. Let's see. Uh, they've got – what did I see here? Was, oh, Wheeling High School yearbook. So if you're from Wheeling High, maybe you want some old yearbooks. Uh, advertising, including Wheeling Elm Grove, Claysville, Big Boy Firestone, and Wheeling Galvanized Ashtrays. And a great deal more. Check it out online, freeonstack.com. The auction is winding down today. Bidding closes at 10, and then they will slowly wind down over the rest of the day. So if you're interested in doing that, you'd better uh, do that now. 7.34, to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, I don't think that – I think somebody is – I think somebody is pretending to be Abe here. Time to pass the microphone to the Pine Room boys, Howie. I assigned Abe. I don't think it's Abe. I think it's somebody else. It's not right? Coach, is it? It's not Jub, is it? Uh, no, <laughs> maybe it is the Pine Room guys. I don't, I, I don't know. You can text me, 304-214-1600. Uh, Taylor Long is here. She's got Ohio Valley headlines. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 7th. It's expected when kids go back to school that a yellow bus will be pulling up in their neighborhood. But what happens when there aren't enough drivers to get that bus moving? Well, Marshall County is facing a particular shortage of substitute bus drivers two weeks before the school year begins. But even if you've never driven a 12-ton vehicle before, you can still step up to the wheel. The district will give you both the classroom and the road education to become certified. And staying in the Mountain State, West Virginia will soon be opening its 36th state park. Governor Jim Justice announced the addition of Summersville Lake State Park. The bill that made it official was sent to the legislature Sunday morning. Once they pass that bill and the governor signs it, new recreational opportunities at that park will be open to the public. It's the state's first new park added in more than 30 years. And your chance to buy back-to-school items in the Mountain State for less is coming to an end. Today is the last day in West Virginia to buy certain school-related items with no extra sales tax on top. It applies to school supplies, $50 or less, instructional material, $20 or less, and clothes, $125 or less. Computers and sports equipment are also included under the tax holiday. You can see the rules and exactly which items apply at tax.wv.gov. And lastly, the Columbiana County Sheriff's Office is looking for a woman they say has escaped from the Eastern Ohio Correctional Center. She is Ashley Crowley, 37 years old. She's 5'5", five five, weighing 130 pounds, and has blonde hair and blue eyes. Police say she was last known to be wearing a gray shirt with black trim, black leggings, and pink stripes and black sneakers. Anyone with information is urged to contact police. That was a look at your headlines. Have a great start to your work week, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
Saving all your automotive needs with 11% off everything in the Nards. From tools and accessories to maintenance and everything in between. Get superior engine protection with Valvoline High Mileage Motor Oil. It's a synthetic blend to maximize engine life in vehicles over 75,000 miles. Pick up a quart for only $3.99 after 11% rebate now at Menards. Good through August 13th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Who wants craft beer? Saturday, August 19th, the Mountaineer Brewfest brought to you by Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack is back at Wheeling Heritage Port, showcasing craft beers from West Virginia's finest brewers. With great food, live entertainment, and many more craft beer selections in our beer garden, it's a wild and wonderful time, and you don't want to miss out. Proceeds benefit the family service Upper Ohio Valley. Get your tickets now at mountaineerbrewfest.com. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the Mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. About 740, 20 till the hour, uh, 304-214-1600, the text line, 304-232-8255, the uh, call-in line, and they are both Stack auction service lines that you can use. Coming up next hour, Mark Curtis, who is the chief political correspondent for Next Star Media, is coming in. Now, yes, there's a special session of the legislature, and normally when we have Mark Curtis on, he is here to talk about state legislative matters. Uh, but I invited Mark on today to talk about the Trump situation. Uh, Bob, you and I have talked before. Mark Curtis has a tremendously varied background. He was a political correspondent, as in covered presidential politics and so on, uh, long before he came here. Wrote a book about the Barack Obama campaign. Uh, and uh, he still writes a column about um, national politics. So I thought we'd get his take on Trump. So that's coming up today in the next hour of the show. And Mike Florio is a name that many of you may know for ProFootballTalk.com and his work with NBC Sports. 
He is a Wheeling native. He is a Central grad. Um, but he's written a new book, and it's a novel about a crime family in the uh, Wheeling area back in 1973. It's called Father of Mine. I've been reading it all weekend long. It's interesting. I love to come across the little references to places that I know and places I had been. Um, and Mike Florio is going to join us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And I'm looking at the countdown clock, Bob. West Liberty, I told you, has their countdown clock online. Countdown to the school starts. 14 days, 0 hours, 18 minutes. That's just so depressing to me. Now, I know summer isn't really over when school starts, but it really is, you know, it's like the start of summer. There are two or three things that mark the start of summer. There are two or three things that mark the wind down of summer, and certainly going back to school is one of them. It is, and uh, John McCabe alerted us on Friday. He said there was a uh, a really good a letter to the editor coming out this weekend, and I I, I wrote it. I wrote it. I did. I did not did write, you write it. it. I did not did write, you write it. it. I didn't see your name, but I did it. read it, and uh, it was right on. Basically saying, "Come on, Wheeling, we could do so much better with this. We people understand, but just inform them, tell them." Thank you for your patience. This is what we're going to have. And, and you've been saying it. I don't know why nobody's listening, Howard. Well, again, I, I, the mayor and, the, and, the, and, the, uh, and, and Bob Heron, the city manager, have both told to me that they, they agree, but that it's a, city, a state project and the state doesn't want to put, them, put the signs up. I, I'm still of the do belief. Do it without that, them. Well, you can't do it in there. But you, the, I, I'm of the belief that there is some, surely some city property prior to the beginning of the streetscape where they could put those things up. But um, I, I think this, in all seriousness, I don't think the city wants to irritate the state. Uh, the state doesn't want to do it, and so I think the city wants to. Guess what, state? You've already irritated everybody here in Wheeling, so right <laughs> yeah, back at still you. Got, what is it, $40 million coming in for that? You don't want them to say, never mind. We'll st- do you want them to stop where they are, Bob? No, but sometimes it looks like they have, Howard. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Adam Fike at the Weather Center, uh, morning meteorologist from Storm Tracker 7 at WTRF TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How was your weekend? And, and I, if I remember correctly, you weren't going to do anything exciting. Nope. Went out to dinner Friday, went to Columbus Saturday, played video games yesterday, so nothing too exciting. Where'd you go to dinner uh, on Friday night? Uh, it was, I forget what it's called, like the Garden Bistro up at Ogilvy's. Oh, yeah, okay, the Garden Bistro, yeah. It's a nice outdoor place. That's good, that's good. I don't go there too often. They have a lot of greens. I mean, like salads and stuff, you know. I want meat. I know. It, it was good, though. It was, I got, well, uh, it was shrimp something, and it was pretty good. Oh, okay, well, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, well, then that sounds all right. That sounds good. Um, and your fancy enjoyed herself? Uh-huh. Good. Glad to hear that. Weather, I'm trying to think, how was the weather held out pretty good? We had a little bit of rain this weekend, right? There wasn't a whole lot. There was a few storms in the vicinity yesterday, but really that was it. Just enough to get the glider in my front uh, stoop wet so I couldn't sit on the glider. That was all. Uh, today, I watched the sunrise when I came in this morning. I've reached that time. You know, the, we're, the days are getting a little bit shorter, and the sun is rising a little bit later. And I wa- But I watched the sunrise. It was really nice to watch the sunrise this morning when I came in. Well, it was nice until it start, decided it wanted to rain again. <laughs> is it raining again? It was. Hey. Not anymore. It started, it started to wrap up. We had some strong storms down near Parkersburg, Marietta. It was just rain here in Wheeling, some lightning, but it's out of, 
the storms themselves are out of the area, but still holding on to some steady showers and drizzle. We are looking for some more scattered thunderstorms throughout the day, though, right? Yep. The best, I would say the best time frame is going to be that 1 to 5 p.m. Just know that any of those storms could produce heavy downpours, gusty winds. Okay. Now, there is an isolated tornado <clears throat> threat, but that is mainly for Wetzel and Tyler County. So most of us don't have to worry about that. And even that chance itself is continuing to drop. So downpours, winds, lightning is our best threat today, and that's going to be mainly 1 to 5. Compared to what we have had temperature-wise, it's not going to be overly hot. It's going to be warm for sure, but around 80, yeah? Yep, upper 70s, low 80s. So it's not going to be hot, but it's going to be dew points in the 70s, so it's going to feel very sticky. What, look, what are we looking forward to tomorrow? Tomorrow, clearing skies to start off with clouds, sunshine by the afternoon, stuck in the upper 70s. So nicer day tomorrow, not as humid, and a little bit more in the way of sunshine. So a bit more sun tomorrow. So All right. And then things clear up a little bit on Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday, back to sunshine, 82. We'll see the humidity start to creep back up. By the time we get to Thursday, more possible storms return. Friday, we clear again. Saturday, we're back to storm. So it's going to be a back and forth pattern the next couple of days. One day it's going to be stormy. Next day it's going to be nice. One bit, day it's going to be stormy. The next day it's going to be nice. Bit of this, a bit of that. Exactly. Then Sunday, we're back to sunshine, low 80s. But again, none of the days, uh, the temperature's going to rise a bit. Uh, Looks like mid-80s, the worst we'll get. None of these are going to be blazing hot days, right? I mean, I guess right. it depends on what you consider blazing hot, but considering we've had the uh, 90, 90-plus, close to 100-degree temperatures a few times, uh, 80s have become acceptable. The best way to describe it is we'll stay average. Our average temperature for the time of year is 83. Okay. We're going to stay within 5 degrees of our average. We're going to also stay out of the upper 80s. Okay, all right, that sounds good. Yeah, that, and that's, I guess that's what I'm saying. We, we hit the upper 80s, we hit 90, 90-plus there for a while, and, those were those miserable days. You know, I have a question that I should know the answer to. Uh, is is the heat wave still going on in the southwest, you know, Phoenix and all those places? Not necessarily as much as Phoenix. There's other places now, especially, let me pull that back up for you. Not as, I don't want to say not as much Phoenix. It's more south, like Texas, Louisiana. Okay. The coastal south is where it's really seen it more. Like Texas down through northern Florida, Panhandle. That's where we currently have the heat. So Texas, Louisiana, southern Alabama, southern Georgia, southern Mississippi, northern Florida. Okay. All right. Uh, Phoenix had had like 32 days of 110 plus, but I think I know that, that things cooled down a couple of weeks ago. Now, when I say cooled down, at least originally they cooled down to like 100 instead of 110, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess every everything is relative. But we've got an acceptable end of summer week, uh, some clouds, some sun, some rain. Uh, all in all, it's just it's just one of those kind of weeks, right? I would say it's not bad. You'll have one day. You'll get some days of sunshine, so it's not going to be completely awful. It's not going to be great, but it's not going to be fantastic. Yep. All right. Sounds acceptable. I'm going to call it acceptable. You call it average? I'm going to call it acceptable. I think it's acceptable for the week. Appreciate it, Adam, as always. Thank you very much, sir. We'll do it again tomorrow uh, when we check in with you then. Meanwhile, we'll watch you on the Big 7. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Adam Fike from the Big 7 WTRF-TV Storm Tracker 7. 7.48, it does until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Did I see the Pirates won one this, uh, yesterday? Uh, they did. They uh, had a four-game series with the Milwaukee Brewers, <clears throat> who are in first place in the Central Division, Howard, and they split. That's good. How's that possible? Well, it's, it's listen, you know, 
I was thinking about them over the weekend. I, I was going to go back and try and find some of the some of the comments we made early in the season. You know, let's go, box. I mean, we were so excited about the team for the first couple of weeks, right? I mean, every day it was like, a month. "Hey, Bob, how are they doing? All right, you know, they're they're number one, they're number two in the division. Yeah, oh, we is this the year? This could be the year." Well, it was very deceiving, but remember, they got off to the second hottest start in the uh, 2023 season. They went 20 and eight. Uh, the first month of the season, so and it was like somebody opened a trap door. Well, they they woke up and they said, uh, you know "We can't what? do this. We, we really can't do this. We're not very good. <laughs> we can't do this. We what's happening here?" All right, Bob, I'll have a look at that and more coming up in sports in a minute or two. It is ten before the hour right now. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Frio Stack and Associates Auctioneers, Realtors, Certified Appraisers specializing in antiques, business liquidations, multi-parcel land auctions. Frio Stack and Associates is a regional business offering the executor, attorney, agent, and other individuals the most comprehensive and technologically advanced auction and appraisal services available. For information on our service, call our office at 304-233-3168 or email frioauc at aol.com. Frio Stack and Associates sells the earth and everything on it. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room. And be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever seems to fit. Hanging. 
to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me drowned Carpenters were huge in my early college days and I mean I loved their songs and I would play them and I had their albums yes I'm talking about albums and would play them in my dorm room um, Nancy and I listen a lot I've told you before on Sirius XM to the 70s on 7 channel music of the 70s uh, and one of the things that that channel does is replay the Casey Kasem American Top 40 show several times over the course of the week. And one thing has been jumping out at me in listening to the Casey Kasem show is how many number one hits the Carpenters had. You know, I tend to think of them as sort of a, they were a pleasant group. I liked them. They were gigantic. I mean, in terms of record sales, they were huge. Right after another. And Howard. Yeah, you're right. One right after another. Right after Absolutely. another. Yeah. And, you know, they'd have an album. They might have three or four or five hits right off of that album. Yep. And, you know, a lot of tragedy. Lots and lots of tragedy from the beginning of time in the entertainment field. And, and we talk about them occasionally. But I don't think Karen Carpenter gets her due because she basically starved herself to death. Yep. She had such a, a mental illness, fame, fortune she was so concerned about her appearance that she starved herself to death and yep. and uh what gets more tragic than that nobody could help her howard nobody could help her and as is so often the case if you look at someone who is anorexic the more she lost weight the less attractive she was she I was mean, a skeleton she was a skeleton absolutely but man what a voice just uh, you, you know uh, unique and that's what sold the records. Nothing against uh, Richard Carpenter. You he, know, he was look, a brother. He was in the background. What did he play drums or something? I don't know. I don't even know what he did. You could have put Bozo the Clown, clown yeah, back no, there. It, it was Karen Carpenter. It was her voice, yeah, her yep. singing. Absolutely. And uh, again, just just a tr- she, hell, she'd probably still be around, Howard. I know she'd be, what, about your age, you know, yeah. 70s. Yeah. But she'd still be performing. Tremendous then, performer. And, um, she weighed like 60 pounds when she died. Again, I, I, I listened to their music all the time, had the albums I said and so on. But I didn't realize that how popular they were until I hear Casey Kasem going, and again this week on American Top 40, the number one song is The Carpenters on Top of the World or whatever. I mean, it's just it was a huge they were a they were a giant. We don't think of them as a gigantic group. We think of the Beatles. We think of Rolling Stones. We think, you know, but the Carpenters in the 70s were gigantic. I think of the 70s, I think of the Carpenters, and then later on I think of the Eagles. I think those two yeah. two groups, those two bands, uh, what was it all about? 7.55, 5 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time for Slider on Sports. The Pittsburgh Penguins just got better after completing a trade Sunday afternoon that sends defenseman and three-time Norris Trophy winner Carl Carlson to the Pens in a three-team swap. The Norris Trophy goes to the league's top defenseman. The Penguins receive Carlson, 33 years old, forwards Rem Pitlick, Dylan Hamlick, and the Sharks' 2026 third-round pick. San Jose, they get the Pens' 2024 first-round pick. And listen to this, Howard. They get that first-round pick, well, unless it's a top-ten pick. Then that pick would be uh, protected and they'd have to work out another deal. If they so, get the first round pick, but not the top ten. Not if it's a real good one. Yeah. So this this really have what kind of rule is that? I don't know, but uh, it's there. The Sharks also receive forwards Michael Granlin, Mike Hoffman, and defenseman Jan Ruta. 
The third team involved, the Montreal Canadiens, gets Pittsburgh's 2025th second-round pick, defenseman Jeff Petrie, goalie and former Naylor Casey DeSmith, and for forward Nathan Lagarde. Bad news, though, for the Penguins this week. All-star forward Jake Gensel had ankle surgery on Wednesday. No definite time frame for his return. The Pittsburgh Pirates slammed three home runs yesterday afternoon, leading them past the Milwaukee Brewers by a score of 4-1. to one. Andy Rodriguez, Connor Joe, and Brian Reynolds all went deep for the Bucks. Reynolds hit a two-run pitch hit home run in the eighth, his 14th of the year to make it 4-0. Another quality start for Johan Oviedo. He allowed just two hits in, two, in seven innings, struck out six, walked three, won his third consecutive start. The Brewers, still in first place in the National League Central Division, lead both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati uh, Reds by a game and a half. The Buccos nine games back. The best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves, come to PNC Park to begin a three-game series Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. Tonight's starting pitchers is Waldo Bido for the Bucks. He's 2-2 two and two on the year. Spencer Spidor for the Braves with a very impressive 12-3 and three record and 208 strikeouts. First pitch, 7.05. And Howard, i got to admit, I was a little bit shocked with this. If you missed it over the weekend, Philadelphia Eagle offensive lineman Josh Sills was acquitted on all charges of rape and kidnapping in Guernsey County, Ohio. Sills will return this week to the team, the team's active roster. Jurors debate, uh, deliberated for almost three hours Friday, Howard, before returning with a not guilty verdict. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.58. Well, you said you were surprised. I must say I was too. I, 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 you never know what a jury is going to do, and there were some legitimate reasons for them to raise questions, but I thought in some ways the evidence put him in bad shape. I agree 100%. You know, testimony from folks there, doctors, nurses at the hospital saying, look, she had injuries to her. And uh, I was surprised. I was, uh, I was surprised. But I think probably, and I, I don't know, I haven't seen any interviews with the, uh, with the, the jurors, uh, but I think probably um, the, I don't know what I want to, the mess up with the uh, investigation. Huge delay. You know, it was four years from the crime till the uh, arrest. Uh, there were a lot of questions raised about why didn't you have more video? Why didn't you have uh, you know, uh, uh, other statements and so on? Uh, it, it looked, I don't want to call it Keystone Cops. I don't mean that at all. But certainly there were a lot of questions raised about the investigation and how it got to where it was. And I suspect that's exactly what the jurors said. This was too, too confusing an investigation for us to feel that it was firmly guilty. So he's found not guilty. 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show, legislature in special session. We'll talk about that at Ted, and Mark Curtis joins us to talk about uh, the Trump indictment. Coming up in hour number deuce of the Watchdog Morning Show. Before, no need to talk it out. We know what's all.